So probably keep this episode short tonight since we're running behind. Since you almost knocked yourself out getting into your car. Oh, we're going to call me out, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Well, may have Dame Bremage. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it feels like. I don't think it's because of the car. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) And that's another story. But yeah, we'll try to keep this short. So you can tend to your head. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a good thing because originally I wanted to talk about the movie we saw. Yeah. But maybe best not to. I just kind of want to forget it. But I have to ask, what are your thoughts on Halloween bites? Bites? I mean, Halloween kills. <laughs> <laughs> Where did bites come from? <laughs> Halloween sucks? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. more like it. <laughs> I think they need to get over it. Yeah. It was just a mess. Like I yeah. said, I guess I don't really want to get into it because we could talk about it for a while. Yeah. But the reality is instead of trying to revive the franchise, they opted to just go for the slasher kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> so that was disappointing. I think it's really hard to appreciate the newer movies when you know the original one first of all and second of all you know the history of them redoing the timeline it's just frustrating at this point to be completely honest (laughs) yeah well i was against halloween 2018 but after watching it i had some hope that they might try to might try to put it in a decent direction Yeah, and it's a little discouraging to know that they're going to have another movie after this one. Won't be seeing that, so. (laughs) Why not? You got to finish the the trilogy. Watching this last one was a nightmare. I just, I was sitting there saying, I can't believe I'm seeing what I'm seeing. Yeah. Probably made the top of my list of worst movies I've ever seen. Wow. Honestly. Yeah. That's the way I felt about it. It was just such a mess. I will say, I mean, obviously I didn't like it, but I don't think I felt like, oh my God, when is this when is this gonna be over? As much as I have with other movies. Really? I I mean it was there, but <laughs> I don't think as much as I remember with other movies. I was just trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Yeah. What they were trying to do there. Cause it was just to me it was just kill, 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 kill. Yeah. And a little bit of social commentary. Yeah. Right. But anyway, I would have said spoiler alert, but it's literally in the movie title Halloween Kill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, guess what? There's a lot of killing in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert. <sighs> anyway, said I didn't want to get into it. Now my blood pressure is going up. Oh my God. <laughs> so let's move on. What do you have tonight? Well, I think as you said last week, stupid criminals. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Okay. You gave me a look and I was like, what did I say wrong? (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I have this week. Hopefully lighten the mood a little bit and 
have a little bit of a laugh at these stupid criminals. (laughs) 28-year-old John had just served five years for bank robbery before walking into the savings bank on August 24th, 2015 and robbed it. John and his 24-year-old girlfriend, Ashley, snapped a series of selfies with the alleged stolen money and posted it on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you get out and then you immediately rob a bank. You know, maybe you want to kind of go back in. Yeah. Because it's too hard out in the real world. Maybe. (laughs) And maybe doing selfies (laughs) would help that along. (laughs) You got to... You know, take pictures of the memories, the moments. (laughs) (laughs) Got to remember that. (laughs) I wonder, even if they get out, do they get to keep the selfies? (laughs) See that come up in your memories (laughs) a year from now, five years from now. (laughs) I see that a lot of them posting either like a regular post or posting selfies. That's just mind boggling. (laughs) I mean, really, you have to think, are they really that stupid or are they doing it for a reason? I don't know. I think in their heads, they, for some reason, think it's safe that someone's not going to rat them out and they want attention. Well, you're putting evidence out on the Internet. Yeah. I don't see what is so difficult about understanding that. I don't know. Well, my question is, is, if you see someone posting stuff like that and you don't call the cops, are you then in trouble? No. Because you didn't. I can't imagine that would be the case. (laughs) Well, even if nobody turns you in, but they eventually catch you. Yeah. Then they're going to find that. And now they have even more evidence. Yeah. (laughs) That's their problem. (laughs) Yeah. In June of 2013. 26-year-old Zachary stole a Boston woman's wallet as she walked near a middle school in Massachusetts. He was able to get away with her ID and $40. While he got away with that, he ended up dropping his birth certificate and a note his mother wrote. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Let's just say it did not take long for police to find him. Sorry, what was the note? (laughs) I didn't say (laughs) But it, what was his name again? Zachary. Zachary. <laughs> Zachary, please do not lose your birth certificate. Birth certificate. <laughs> Just casually walking around with it, too. <laughs> oh, my God. In January of 2013, three men in Colombia went on a crime spree in which they stole a 10-year-old donkey from his owner then attempted to use the animal as their getaway vehicle during a heist. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's made up. (laughs) Around 2 a.m., the men broke into a local grocery store and loaded the donkey up with rum, oil, rice, and cans of sardines. Fed him that, loaded him up, or actually (laughs) put it on his back? Put it on his back, I'm (laughs) assuming. (laughs) The donkey then sounded the alarm on them, or rather, he began to neigh so loudly that the police were alerted. They exceeded his weight limit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then the thieves were forced to abandon their stolen goods and flee on foot. (laughs) Here's a tip. Maybe don't steal a donkey 
or anything that makes noise as a getaway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got to use what's available. Yeah. (laughs) Also, do donkeys neigh? I couldn't think of another word. I thought they eat odd. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wasn't going to say that. (laughs) Oh, crap. I did. (laughs) So make me look stupid. Yeah. Well, because horses, they don't neigh. Yeah, they do. It doesn't not, sound like a... <laughs> I'm not going to imitate a horse. Let's move on. It doesn't sound like a neigh to me. <laughs> oh, my God. When 48-year-old Dennis robbed a Pittsburgh bank at gunpoint in July 2010, he chose an interesting disguise, to say the least. Dennis tried to pass himself off as a woman by wearing a blonde wig and fake breasts. But he still had a very noticeable brown goatee. He also attempted the robbery in a pair of clown pants. So after police released a description to the public, it didn't take long for someone to spot him. No, he had to be on something. Don't all these people have to be on something? (laughs) I guess. Maybe that, that answer is the... They couldn't possibly be this stupid. Yeah. You know, you're doing selfies because you're hyped up on something. Yeah. Well, the adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm stupid on adrenaline. Uh, very interesting choice of clown pants as your outfit. Well, I want to know how he just happened to have a pair of clown pants. Maybe he was a clown. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What Why are the does odds? He have a blonde wig. I mean, true, and a pair of <laughs> false boobs. Yeah, we could have stuffed his shirt. I guess. <laughs> this one's a little sad for the victim. A trio of drug thieves broke into a home in Florida and discovered three jars of cocaine. They took it home and decided to snort the contents. Eventually, they found out that the jars were not cocaine, but in fact urns with the cremains of the victim's husband and two dogs. Eventually, they found out? (laughs) How much did they snort before they figured this out? Maybe they weren't high. (laughs) Maybe it came across like a bone fragment. (laughs) I don't know. How do... Ashes look like cocaine. I have no idea. Especially to drug thieves. How do they not know the difference? Yeah, you would think they are experts. (laughs) Well, clearly they're not. (laughs) You were sorry about the victim because they lost their ashes. Yeah. All right. I thought one of the drug dealers died from snorting Fido. Fido. No, that'd be one of their own problem. I don't, I don't have sympathy for that. <laughs> a man was on trial in Oklahoma City for armed robbery of a convenience store when he decided to fire his lawyer and to represent himself. He was doing a fine job until the store manager was on the stand testifying. The man stood up and yelled that she was lying and said, quote, I should have blown your head off, end quote. <laughs> And then paused and added, quote, if I was the one that was there, end quote. (laughs) (laughs) Objection. (laughs) 
<laughs> Strike that from the testimony. <laughs> the jury found him guilty after 20 minutes of deliberation and recommended a 30-year sentence. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you don't fire your lawyers. <laughs> yes. And this is why they have the right to remain silent. Yes. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's not their problem if you don't remain silent. So my last one is that a 29-year-old man named James Allen attempted to rob a shop. He removed his ski mask, fell over a drinks display, and then couldn't open the door to escape because he was pushing instead of pulling. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> Got a feel for the guy. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there. Not escaping, but we've all been there. <laughs> Knocking something over. Can't get out the door. Pushing instead of pulling the door. Yeah. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. <laughs> the should've, lady... Oh, I was going to say, should have cased the place first and understand how the doors work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or read... <laughs> maybe he couldn't read maybe that's why he was a robber uh, maybe <laughs> the lady that he had just held a toy gun at had to come and open the door for him <laughs> <laughs> wait <laughs> she seriously opened the door for him well I imagine he wasn't getting far <laughs> <laughs> here let me get that for you oh my gosh Ten days earlier, he had tried to rob the same shop. This was all caught on CCTV footage. He was sentenced to three years in prison for the offense shown in the video and then two years for the possession of a firearm or imitation firearm. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he tried to rob the store earlier, but he couldn't figure out how to get in. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that would not surprise me. <laughs> he said, oh, this door must be locked. <laughs> it must be closed. Oh my gosh, you're like pulling the door and every one of those stores like, what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's embarrassing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've done that before. Yes, we all have. Not the robbing part. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to use my right to you'll remain be, silent. You'll be on stupid criminal. <laughs> and I'm just being on stupid. because <laughs> That's my default setting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. You have an excuse. You have brain damage. <laughs> yeah. You have a concussion. Yeah. Don't mean to uh, be insensitive. Saying you have brain damage, you have a concussion. I don't know. I didn't hear my brain rattle around when it <laughs> happened, so I'm a little concerned. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Okay. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Stupid. The people, not your story. Well, I <laughs> think the stories themselves <laughs> are stupid. Yeah. I'm not offended by that. All right, tonight... Thought I would take a little lighter story. I uh, ran across this story out of San Francisco. I don't think we've been there yet. No. Out of all the hauntings in San Francisco. I don't recall being there now. This particular story is about the white lady of Stowe Lake. 
Now, that seems really weird to me because it seems like it should be the lady in white of Stowe Lake, not the white lady. Maybe she's a white lady. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, just a, a white lady. Well, I just want to know why there's so many lady in whites. A lot of trauma in ladies' lives. In white? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the question of why are they wearing white as a ghost? Yeah. Were they wearing white when they died? So maybe know. we just need to stop wearing white altogether and then we'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> but you have ladies in green, ladies in red. Don't want to get into a big discussion about <laughs> the color of the dress of the ghosts. Yeah. That's a topic for another story. Yeah. Golden Gate Park, San Francisco. So the park takes up a rectangular area about half mile wide, over three miles long. Yeah. So pretty much the shape of Central Park, but it's actually a little bigger than Central Park. Hmm. I the, say as... Oh, go ahead. What's that? Never mind. Okay. I say as if I know how big Central Park is. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I've never been there. Neither have I, but it looks fairly big Yeah. for a park. The history of the park is actually pretty fascinating, but that's outside of the scope of the story. Yeah. But just for some perspective, the park was actually developed from scratch. It was all just sand dunes in that area. Oh, really? Yeah. And they built this pretty impressive urban green space hmm. after all the development that they've done. There are a number of man-made lakes. Not sure exactly how many, but Stowe Lake is the largest of them. Yeah. And when I say lake, that's kind of a relative term. It's more like a big pond. It does have an island in the middle, hmm. has a waterfall, and I believe there's two stone bridges that go over it, I think probably from the island and then back over walking path. Yeah. As far as the ghosts, I think a lot of people would just consider the white lady nothing more than an urban legend. Yeah. But as we've talked about before, origin stories sometimes get messed up. That doesn't mean that there isn't a ghost. Yeah. Especially when you're considering the history of Golden Gate Park. There was an article in the San Francisco Call in 1900 called The Park Suicides. So it talked about the suicides that had occurred in the park in the previous 10 years. Yeah. Stating that one in every 12 suicides in San Francisco actually occurred in the park. Jeez. So there's some history there as far as Potential ghosts. Yeah. Then after the 1906 earthquake, over 200,000 people camped in the park while the city and their homes were rebuilt. Oh. Yeah. The most common version of the story takes place sometime prior to the 1906 quake. The story goes that a lady goes for a walk in the park, pushing her infant child in a baby carriage. Yeah. I think one of those four wheelers they call pram. What? <laughs> Aren't they all four wheels? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I was thinking of the big, big wheels. You're talking about like those really old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fashion. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, not not the two wheel strollers. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I know there are like three wheels, but those are for people that run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
As she gets over to Stowe Lake, she decides to stop and rest on a park bench. Yeah. Soon another lady comes by and sits down and they start talking. Oh, that would bother me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into your people phobias. <laughs> Social interaction phobias right yeah. now. <laughs> story for another day. <laughs> a common variation of the story is she runs into a friend and they start talking. Yeah. Maybe that would be more for you. Less of a phobia. Well, if it's not intentional, it's weird to me. <laughs> it's <laughs> awkward. <laughs> a good friend, not just a random somebody you know. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a random somebody I know, I don't consider them a friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe we both have brain damage tonight. <laughs> While they were talking, the stroller rolls away unnoticed and the carriage and the baby end up in the lake. Oh, my God. At some point, she turns to check on her baby, and the carriage is gone. In a panic, she rushes around screaming for her baby, asking people, have you seen my baby? She realizes the baby must have fallen into the lake, and she goes in after her, him. There's no real indication of if it's a boy or a girl. Yeah. She goes into the lake and is never seen again. Oh. It's interesting that in everything I read... No one ever brought up the possibility that maybe the baby was stolen. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> that was you know, my first thought was, seems more likely than the stroller just kind of rolling away and then, you know, into the lake. But yeah. To the point where it just totally sinks or whatever, but. Yeah. Well, and I feel like as the baby is going down, wouldn't the baby be crying? You would think. And maybe there's other people in the park who might notice the story. So there's definitely a lot of holes in the story. Yeah. That's why I say the origin story, people feel more urban legend. Yeah. But the first known report of the ghost is in the San Francisco Chronicle, January 6, 1908. One Arthur Pigeon, that's a name, Arthur Pigeon, not a type of bird. <laughs> Arthur was speeding through the park in a vehicle full of female partygoers when he was stopped by a police officer. Because he was speeding. Apparently. Although I don't know how fast cars could speed back then, so. That's true. I didn't think of that. <laughs> speeding is like five miles per yeah. hour back then. <laughs> <laughs> a little faster than the horse that the police officer was on. <laughs> yeah. The officer found a car full of terrified people. Pigeon told the officer they saw something in front of his car wearing a white glowing robe and holding arms out as though wanting them to stop. Mm. The officer insisted they show him where they spotted the ghost. The women in the car refused to go, but Arthur took the officer to the spot and, of course, there was nothing to be found. Yeah. I don't suspect a vehicle full of partygoers. Partygoers? <laughs> Stopped by the police is a terribly reliable source. Yeah. But that's what we got. <laughs> People have reported seeing a lady in a white gown walking around the lake. She approaches some, begging for help to find her baby, asking, have you seen my baby? Others have reported hearing the grieving mother's moans. That's where I leave. I bolt. <laughs> I don't know why whenever it's like a lady like weeping, 
That's just creepy to me. Like yeah. if, you, if that's all you hear. <laughs> so you're just running. You hear somebody crying, and you just I'm out of here. That's their problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's creepy if you don't see them. Well, yeah, if you don't see anybody, but you hear somebody crying, <laughs> I'm definitely running. <laughs> it is reported that if you say three times, white lady, white lady, I have your baby, <laughs> she will appear. Do you have a death sentence? <laughs> <laughs> Who says that? I don't know. She will then ask you, have you seen my baby? This might sound familiar. Yeah. If you answer yes, <laughs> she'll haunt you. Not sure, I'm not sure what that entails. No descriptions of what that means. If you say no, she will kill you. I, I'd rather deal with the haunting. I'll go, yeah, I'll go with the haunting, hoping that I can be exercised. Exercised. <laughs> I'll forget that because I'm never going to the gym. <laughs> People are like, oh, I started your like workout journey. I got haunted by a ghost. <laughs> So I don't know about that one, but one interesting note from an article in the San Francisco Call, July 10, 1906. So this was about four months after the quake. Yeah. Two 12-year-old earthquake refugees living in the park reported seeing the naked body of a baby floating in Lloyd Lake. So that's one of the other lakes. Yeah. But police investigated and couldn't find anything. And there was no subsequent articles, so it's assumed that there was nothing ever found. Yeah. But interesting, one of the lesser told versions of the story is that a Victorian-era woman went boating on the lake with her baby. The baby accidentally fell in. The woman went in to rescue her, him, and they both drowned. That seems more of a plausible story. Yeah. Although, what Victorian lady is boating? What's wrong with... (laughs) It just seems so unlikely back then. I guess I don't think of them boating. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Have boats. (laughs) Get in a boat, paddle around. I don't know. I guess back then, I just didn't think... I wouldn't think a woman would be allowed to do that by herself. Well, I didn't say she was by herself. It didn't say that she was with anybody, but she was in a, she was boating. She might've been with a man. Oh. So you're saying back then women weren't allowed to do things without men? That's exactly what happened in history. (laughs) (laughs) Since you brought it up. (laughs) One of the articles I remember reading, they were kind of mocking the story and they were talking about how the, you know, it was mom shaming. Like all of these stories have to do with moms doing something and their babies die. Yeah. And I, I don't see it that way. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. I don't know. I mean, obviously I'm not a mom, so I don't really have anything to take offense to. But it's not like they're doing anything on purpose to put the baby in danger. Yeah. Like, and in that era, the baby is most likely going to be with the mom. Yeah. So if you're going to, even if this is a made-up story, it makes sense (laughs) that it involves a mother and a baby. Yeah. So I don't don't know where the shaming comes in. I thought that was a bit ridiculous or a little oversensitive. Yeah, I don't know. Of course, I'm not a mom, but I never 
thought any of these stories that we've looked at or urban legends are shaming anybody. No, at least that's not how you're telling the story. Yeah. So like that, I think it all has to do with like intention of you telling the story or how people read it, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess it's just how, how it's interpreted or they look at it in, to me, an unrealistic way. If somebody made up a legend, like the crying baby bridge stories. Yeah. You know, they usually involve a mother dropping her baby or throwing her baby off the bridge. Yeah. I never even imagined thinking about those as mom shaming. No. It's just the baby's for the creep factor and moms and babies just kind of go together, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's more offensive that it's always a lady in white. Why is it always the lady, like the women that are creepy? You know, it's always the women in white with long, dark hair. Well, but that goes along with... What about the men? Well, I know, but isn't that what we're talking about? (laughs) Is that most of the time these stories end up being about women because probably because they're perceived and maybe this is the... Shaming part is they're perceived as more innocent than men. Resurrection Mary. If that was Resurrection Joe. Joe. (laughs) Would you think it was as creepy of a story? Or would people more likely pick up a woman hitchhiker than a man? I'd pick up neither personally. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess it would be more women, I guess. Uh, that's a whole conversation. Yeah, there. I think it's... Yeah, okay, yeah. Let's stop there. <laughs> Maybe someday when we don't have so much brain damage going on. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? I don't think so. All right, we'll wrap it up. Thank you very much for joining us. Make sure to visit next week for more weird and creepy stories. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 12past3 or email us at podcast at 12past3.com. Good night. Good night. Good night.